Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from Sauce on Dulane. Oh, man. You know, they did uh, not demonetize, but um, Spotify, a.k.a. AKA Anchor, has a certain requirement. You have to get a certain amount of plays um, to be able to achieve. Um, what's that loud noise? To be able to achieve uh, the capability to run ads on your your videos but on your um podcast episodes but um yeah i've significantly been diminished because of course you know i can't say that my content is that good anyway but anyhow um you know sometimes people say they're bored you know they're bored with they're bored with life they're bored with their relationship, their board with whatever they say they're bored with. Whatever, whatever they're saying, they're saying that they're bored. Um, that's a strange terminology, in my opinion. I think maybe what they should really say is they would rather be doing something else, and they know exactly what that thing is. They would rather be doing something else. And they know exactly what that thing that they think is exciting is. Now, I can't really say what each individual person's um, vision of what is exciting and fun is. It's different. And it's different based on the time. And it's different based on the conditions and all of that. So... I'm not, I can't really get into that, but there's something that they want to do. They'd rather be doing some other place that they'd rather be. Some other situation that they'd rather have while they're saying they are bored. Now, outside of the whole relationship uh, situations and I didn't get to go look at that garbage. I just drove by there. Maybe in the morning. Aside from that, aside from that dynamic, that paradigm, where you're seeking to get services from someone else because you feel like they're obligated to provide you these services or comforts or whatever your 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 expectation of them providing something for you. That's what the the relationship dynamic. Is supposed to, I don't know. Yeah, that's the dynamic. That's the dynamic. That somebody's there's an exchange. Somebody's providing something to somebody else. You know, even in a toxic environment, I, I, I like I said, there's trauma bonding. There's a psychological wage. There is an exchange. But anyhow, outside of all of that, outside of all of that, what is good, bad, or indifferent, whatever. People say they're bored because they want something. They want you to do something. They want to do something. Whatever the case may be. Whatever. They want to do something different from where they are. Because there's really no reason in the rest of areas of life you should be bored. Because there's so many problems in the human experience that need addressing. I can't ever say... I'm really bored. 
anyhow. Let's not let's not try to make me sound like I'm somebody. Let's not do that. Let me fix that. I am bored at times, but the only time I'm bored is when there's something else that I want to do, just like I said, and I'm not doing whatever that is that I want to do. And I'm stuck at a place, for instance, let's say I'm waiting online at DMV. Okay, I don't know where I left off. I was talking and then I got a phone call and it cuts off. So, um, yeah, I'm not trying to say it. Yeah, yeah, I get bored at times, but it's not. It's because I'm stuck doing something and I know I could be more productive. I know I could be having fun doing something else. And it feels like I'm just wasting time what I'm doing. But when I feel like what I'm doing at the time is worthy and what I'm doing is um, productive, then I'm not bored. You know, I can't really be bored at work because I'm constantly working. I'm moving the ball forward. I'm ensuring that I have a job, ensuring that I get a paycheck on Friday ensuring that I got my health insurance. How can I be bored? I'm, I'm, I'm on a mission right now to, to get this done. You know? Otherwise, you know, there's so many other things that need to be done. I need to fix my idler pulley on my car. My brake light went off the other day. I need to check my brake light. There's so many things to... So many things that need attention so many things that need to be done to move the ball forward how can i really legitimately say that i'm bored unless i'm just sitting sitting or if i'm just staying still not doing anything at all and now with the phones with the mobile phones and social media and youtube and all that how can you ever really be bored there's no more boring there's no more uh, yeah, there's no more boring. Anyhow, you know, unless you, you know, you kind of are on a dopamine fast and, you know, you're trying to minimize the stimulus so you're not using the phone all the time, you're not having the TV on all the time, you're not having a radio playing all the time, you know. You're not being entertained all the time, you're not chewing on something. You know, I don't know where I'm going with it now, but there's really no reason to say that you're bored. There's no reason to really be bored. There's so many things that need to be done. And then there's so many other distractions that are available to occupy your time with, which, you know, may not be the most productive um, way of doing things, but know yeah i mean when you when you when you when you're not entertaining yourself your mind wanders and i think that's that's potentially an opportunity for creativity you know like for instance if you're watching a movie that you know this is what people used to say all the time stop watching tv and go read a book or something like that and it has a certainly negative connotation or a negative sound to it but the, 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 the understanding was that your mind works more when you're reading because 
the whole story isn't given to you. You have to create the situation. You know, like I remember reading some books and they used to be exhaustive with the description of the environment, with the description of the scenery, with the description of the whatever, the ambiance or whatever. But I guess they really were trying to immerse you in whatever they're trying to say. But I would, you know, I was like, come on, man, tell me the story. I don't want to, I don't have time to retain all the information about the position of the sun and the trees and the water and the fish and all of that. Ah, so you see, my my discipline was, and my attention span and my, is, is, on, is on a short, short fuse. Anyhow. But even with that description, you still are using your imagination versus watching a film or watching a YouTube or whatever, you know? When you're reading, you're using your imagination more. I don't know, prior to reading, what was their oral tradition? I would think, I guess, you, I don't know if you're... you're, you're you know, just even talking to people is a big time dopamine release. I mean, we're, 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 we're getting high anyway. Anyway, you're looking at it, we're getting high. Having a conversation or serotonin or whatever the other one, whatever. There's like so many, like four different or maybe more different pleasure based hormones that are released by your brain. You know? Even before cell phones had cameras and all of that stuff on it. People had, a lot of people had cell phones even before the cameras were on them. Just to have the capability to be in touch, be mobile, be accessible, you know, talk all the time. I guess, you know. So people like to talk. That's an exchange that releases pleasure type drugs in your brain, hormones, right? Reading, uh, I don't get too much pleasure from reading myself. That's not true. That's not true actually. If it's something that I'm interested in, I enjoy it. If it's academically related, then I don't enjoy it. But um, conversations, I think I kind of enjoy that, unless it's academic again. Um, yeah, when, when I'm doing something that I don't have to do, I'm having fun. When I got to do it, I'm not having so much fun. If you can intersect both of those things, enjoy what you have to do then you know you're successful you know like they say if you enjoy your work you're successful you know what I mean so yeah if you can bring those two things together if you do what you love then you're successful you know if you want to be an artist and you're doing art even though it's not easy nah, I mean that eh. I don't know how you can do art for a living, really. Not. Whew. I used to do graphic designs, and I don't 
don't even know if you could call that art because somebody is requesting it and they're tailoring it at times. Sometimes they give you creative license, but there's also deadlines. So it's not really art in its traditional sense of, oh, well, I have a wealthy sponsor and I'm going to create art when I feel the inspiration to do so. And uh, I might not create any art this year, this whole maybe for the next three months, whatever, I might not do any artworks. I don't feel the need to do it. And my patron is still gonna pay my bills and all of that and I'll be okay. And then uh, maybe the patron will get mad and whatever. And then I gotta go do something and whatever. Anyhow, it's more complicated than that. Artists, I'm pretty sure had marketing people behind them, telling them everybody, you know, everybody, you need to meet this artist, you need to see this artist's work you need to go to this exhibit you need to buy these artworks these are great artworks I don't know anyhow well art was different then again you know because the paint was expensive and I'm sure the canvas was not cheap just having the luxury of being able to do that having the training having the skill it's a very expensive undertaking. Now we can go to Pearl, Michaels, Hobby Lobby, and pick up some paint and an easel, you know, and a canvas. I don't know, maybe for twenty dollars altogether. But the training and the skills—that's not—that's that's very hard. So. Anyhow, I don't see how art could have been cheap back then either. So art is not cheap now either. What am I saying? Art is not even cheap now. I've seen some abstract art that I'm kind of shocked at how much it costs because it doesn't really seem to be something that's skilled. You know, like the like the life, like when they paint living things like you know, when people that paint living things, people that paint things in the real world, and it looks accurate, to me, that's that's that kind of art deserves a significant amount of compensation. Anyhow, now I'm just talking junk. Hey, man, you ain't got to listen no more. I'm not really saying anything right now. I'm just making noise. Uh, I almost got a similar feeling about poetry. But surprisingly, you know, poetry and music is almost the same. You can hire a music producer and a songwriter and a songwriter come up with something very amazing and profound for you, even in a commercial sense, which is uh, a test to their level of skill. Because, you know, sometimes I used to do graphic designs and I'm like, this customer is giving me a hard time. I'm just going to give them what they want. And I'm just making it simple, get it done, dot, dot, dot. Use some of my typical tricks, like put a big image, make the words small. I don't have to do too much work regarding the words. Let me get a stock image, slap it in there. A background. You know, one thing that used to make the customers, for the most part, happy is putting their face in the graphics, putting their face on a flyer, putting their face on it. 
they'll love it. You know? Anyhow, man, you know, so you just go back to your your tricks. And I'm guess it's the same for people who are professional writers, professional songwriters, whatever the case may be. You say, okay, let me say this, let me say that, let me say this. And I know that'll be I know that'll be a hit. That's why you hear Kesha or uh, Nicki Minaj. I don't know who writes their songs, but their songs sound a little similar. You know, the energy, the vibe of it. With a little bit of variation, you know. Yeah, you know, the big acts can't really leave it to chance. They have to invest significantly financially into the development of their songs. Expensive producers, expensive songwriters, expensive musicians to produce something that's going to eventually generate money. So sometimes you got to go back into your old bag of tricks. Well, I was trying to talk about boredom and I'm talking about music production and I'm creating art for commercial purposes. Creating art for commercial purposes. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes it depends on how much time and leeway they give you. What am I talking about? I'm not talking about anything. Hey, just thanks for listening anyway, you know? Because I'm not saying much of anything right now. Doing something technical. Serving pizzas like I used to serve pizzas. Filing books and organizing books like I used to do at the library. Sorting clothes, taking boxes, stacking boxes like I used to do at at the source um, work agency. All these things, you know, those, those don't really take any creativity. It doesn't take much creativity in my opinion. I mean, repairing games at Chuck E. Cheese, that, that takes a little bit of creativity sometimes. But after you learn the game, doesn't take much creativity. Anyhow, big up to all who create creative content. 